0: All right, we move on into what it is we share tonight. And uh, last time when I shared with you the message or the topic or the word mainly was love is the principal thing. I didn't finish that particular message. And as I was waiting on the Lord, the same thing kept on coming. I have got to finish what it is that I, that I had started sharing on that particular aspect. And that is love is the principal thing. And remember what we read in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse thirteen, where the Word of God says, "And now abide faith, hope, and love; these three, but the greatest of these is love." The greatest of these is love. We sang here uh, th- that song that says, "Just one look changes everything." what is it just one look at him changes everything is it his power it is is it his influence is it just the fact of his presence that changes everything he says just one look changes everything now i would like you to look at the various testimonies of the children of god or even those ones who have been unbelievers and they have met him have had a vision of jesus christ one thing one thing runs across through the whole of their testimonies and the experiences it is not the power it is not the influence it is it it, it, it may even have nothing to do with the presence the thing is to say when they look in his eyes if they have the opportunity to look in his eyes or when they enter into that particular presence something that Captures their attention and changes them. Skeptics have met him and they have come back never the same again. Their skepticism has gone completely. Atheists have met him and when they have met him, it is not his power that has controlled them and you know stifled you know to hold their neck that you must submit. No, 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 no there is something about him that has changed every single one person that has ever met him and that one thing is they all all of them declare the love of god that love and the the moment they just beheld that love melted everything it changed everything it gave them a new page to begin on it gave them a new platform to be able to begin on. Love, the word of God says, is the greatest. It says you have no rival. You have no equal. Why? Because love has no rival. Nothing can resist love. Nothing can block love. Love, never, one of the things about love is it never gives up. Praise the Lord. Even if it, the door is closed, it stands there continually. <laughs> you, you, you say i'm not opening until one day Ah, i've had enough of you and it comes here and you floods the heart of that particular hard-hearted hard-hearted character that is the power of love and the, the word scripture comes and tells us and now abide faith love hope and love these three but the greatest of these is love as he says you may have the greatest faith that there is but still love is greater praise the lord you may have so much hope but still love is greater and he comes and he tells us how do we get this love he still gives us the the, the answer he says that love we don't bring it up ourselves we don't imagine it he says it is poured into our hearts by the holy spirit meaning there is something about it is the very the nature of god or god himself he pours himself in us and that changes everything for the glory of god in the name of the lord jesus christ now what i want you to remember is as we i just want to remind as a recap of what we touched the last time as we look at us the aspect of love and what god is calling us into or what experience the kingdom is granted calling unto us. Remember what he says in Romans chapter 12 from verse 9. I read it and it's self-explanatory. As we move on, he says, let love be without hypocrisy. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor giving Preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind to one one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men and women. And if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live in peace. With all men and women. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And realize one of the things that we said as we said that uh, do not add wickedness to wickedness. And the main thing was that you take a stand and you declare this evil ends here. This wheel is not continuing to continue rolling and rolling. The the wheel of gossip, it comes and it ends at you. You say no more because I am the reflection of love. I'm not going on with this particular thing. It is not taking on from here. The, the issue of I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. No, it ends here. Instead, I will send love to my brother, to my sister, to my neighbor, to whomever it is. That, that particular will must come to an end. And that's why it tells us in that verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That is, it finds a full stop. It finds a complete wall that cannot get it, allow it through to continue its advance. The slander helps, and uh, you know, stops with you, at that particular point. The evil look, the resentment as you feel it rising, you tell it resentment. Hey, listen, I'm not part or, or parcel with you. You end here you are not going anymore again from here i know he or she has hurt me i know that family is a terrible family but you know what that particular feeling ends here instead from today on love is being projected towards that particular man that woman that family in the name of the lord jesus christ and as we send out that particular love There is something that the Lord goes in to accomplish in us and in others by his grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Realize that he says, as it depends as much as depends on you, be at peace with all men. There is another message that is coming on that particular line. But that is on the basis of the love that God is calling us unto in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And now why do we say that? Remember what it is that he tells us. We touch the issue of the narrow the narrow way and the narrow gate. We declare, and we know very well what Jesus says in Matthew 7, 13, 14, when he says, enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, there are few who find it. And one of the things we declare was the fact that, you know, okay, He says few find it, but That does not mean that that particular narrow way or that narrow gate is impossible. Because there is something that happens when you enter into love. Love makes that way, that narrow way look so wide that you fit on it. That is the wonder of love. However how much you are persecuted and you are pressed on either side, you recover as you allow the spirit of god to fill you with the love of god the narrow way becomes so big that you wonder why are people saying that this 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 part is hard this, that the christian walk is so difficult no you find it so sweet and so wonderful in fact peter says you rejoice with exceeding joy Regardless of the fiery trials that are coming from the left, from the right, from 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 above, from 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 behind, with the, so ever, why? Because of the love of God that is emanating from the from the depths of your spirit. What happens? Love helps to tone you down. You know, you know. One of the things that happens with the things of, of life, you know, it's, love helps you to shed off the unnecessary weight that we carry in our spirit man. The pride, the envy, the jealousy, the stinginess, and all you know, realize you know, even when we are gum and stingy, we hold so much to ourselves, and hence we are put on weight in the spirit realm. And hence, you, the narrow when we reach the, the narrow gate, we can't go through because we are so you know, puffed up with pride, we are so puffed up on the inner man, we can't get through that particular narrow gate. But love has a way to turn us, love is like a diet. It tones us down, and somehow we are able to pass through every particular experience by the grace that the love of God gives unto us. And we say this one thing as we move in that, you know, every word and thought that every word we speak, every thought we allow in our mind, every action that we do is food for the spiritual world. And I want you to take note of that. That's something that people don't realize. Every thought we think, every word we speak, every action we do is food for the spirit world. And that's why there's so much look on you and look on me to do either something good or bad. That The good spirits of God and the angels of God are waiting for you to do those wonderful things. It gives them strength. It gives them power to accomplish the grace and the power and the need that God wants to accomplish in our midst because of your thoughts, because of your words, and because of what it is that you continue sending out. That's why when I send love to you, You send love to me, you send peace, you send grace, you desire mercy for somebody. It is giving strength and muscle to the angelic forces of God to accomplish the good in our midst. But when evil comes from our minds, resentment and anger and negative thoughts towards one another, even in our own families, you find what happens is that we are feeding the demonic world. And they become brazen and bold and as a result so much more and more conflict continues to be made manifest between mother and and daughter between son and father mother and son his brothers and sisters cousins and neighbors and now the whole nation gets into disarray because of our thoughts and because of our words and what am I saying I want you to ask yourself That, you know, everything that we do, everything that I do, may we do our best by the grace of God. As he has poured his love in you and in me. Let us douse, you know, immerse, soak everything that you think, you say, you do in love. Why? Because it counts. Make it count. Make it count for the kingdom. Make it count for the kingdom of God. God is depending on your thoughts and on your words. Remember what he says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Why does he say that? As a woman thinks, so is she. Why does the word of God say that? As, you know, he says you are held captive by the words of your mouth. Oh, you are held enslaved, ensnared by the words of your lips. Why does the scripture say that? It is because whatever we are saying is food to the spirit world. And the spirit world takes occasion of that and it builds that particular kind of thing round about us, round about our homes, and whatever it is that we are doing. So I want you to ask yourself what am I bringing forth? by the thoughts and by the words that I'm bringing forth. Remember, we are saying love is the principal thing. And we declared and say that, you know, we are in the season or in the period of the Spirit of Jesus. The Spirit of Jesus is the Spirit of love. The Spirit of Jesus is the Spirit of grace. The Spirit of Jesus, not the Spirit of Elijah. The Spirit of Elijah who who called down the fire, to come upon upon people but the spirit of jesus is different here what he says in luke chapter 9 verse 9 and 50, verse 51 chapter 9 verse 51 to 56 now it came to pass when the time had come for him to be received up that he steadfastly set his face to go to jerusalem and he sent messengers before his face and as they went they entered the village of the samaritans to prepare for him but they did not receive him because his face was set was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? And I'm saying we are not in the spirit of in the period of the spirit of Elijah. We are in the period of the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says Jesus turned and rebuked them and said you do not know what manner of spirit you are of for the son of man did not come to destroy men's lives but to save them and they went to another village i want you to look at yourself and look at myself and as we ask your- ourselves who was christ as we look at that aspect of love is the principal thing and ask yourself and myself is it really principle in my life and in my work I would desire us to have that discussion that's, that's amongst ourselves. First of all, you ask yourself who was Christ, or who is Christ. And we know that particular answer. Nobody needs to tell us who that what answer is. We know him as the Son of God. Alright. Now, Hebrews tells us he is not only the Son of God, he is the express image of God. We've shared it over and over again. We've said God is love. And we declare because God, we cannot see him. We cannot understand him. We cannot explain him. You can ask yourself, who is God? Or what is God anyway? There's something about us human beings. We give complex names to what we do not know and what we do not understand. And so generally, we call him God because we don't know who he is. We can't explain him. We can't understand him. We can't measure him. So he was given the name God. But he chooses to do something. And in our present generation, because of much education and much intelligence and what of you, those who are so educated don't want to refer him as God. And others don't want even to think of him as a being. They call him, he is intelligence. He is intelligence. I've read that in so many books and I've heard that in so many places. That is intelligence, supreme intelligence, is less than intelligence floating around. You know, it has created all things. That particular intelligence. It has, if that intelligence does not have a personality, it is just floating around. It can't be touched. But Jesus comes and confirms something to us. He says, God has a personality about him. He says, in fact, if you go to John chapter 5, verse 37, he says, the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. And intelligence will not just simply testify of you. He says, you have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. Meaning, he has a voice and he has a form. There is a way he looks like. But we've never seen him. In John chapter one verse eighteen, he says, "No one has seen God at any time, but only the begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father. He has declared Him. Only Jesus has declared the Father, because He has beheld the Father. He is in the bosom of the Father. And so, what does Jesus come to do? He comes and He comes to present to show us who is God. And First and foremost, I want you to realize something about love. As we discover that love is the is, is principal thing. Love is very simple. If you, if you look at the various dimensions, we've got the first dimension. Say if I draw a line here, that is, that is a straight line. That is the one, one dimension. There is nothing about it that you'll be able to explain. You can just see it as it is a line. That is all there is. We never say when you look at it, it is a straight line. It is one dimension. Look at maybe, if you put a paper here straight, it'll be two-dimensional, because it, it, it only has length and breadth. It has, well, no, it, there's no depth in it, no, no, no depth in it, no height or whatever depth in it. But then we come to the three-dimension, where you are able to see that, and you are able to see that side, you are able to see the other side. Now, one thing about love, love has no two sides to it. I sometimes I look at it and say it's as if love is like one dimensional. It is just like a straight line. All you see is what you get. There is no ha, nothing hidden in love. And I want you to ask yourself, how is it that the kingdom of God is so easily perceived and received by children more than by grown-ups? Ask yourself that particular question. Why is it asked it can be difficult for us to grasp the kingdom of God. But for a small child, straight away it clicks. Straight away he, he's, he or she is able to understand. And the kingdom of God is love. It is love you know, in, in all aspects of it. And a child is able to perceive love straight away. I wonder why they used to go to to be drawn to Jesus. Children will be flocking around him. There was something about him that drew children until the disciples tried to push the children away. Why? Because they are able to identify that particular love. And when there is a shift, when we shift from that direct contact with the love of God being manifested in us and through us, he detects it immediately. And how does he detect it? If you look in the book of Revelations, chapter 2, you realize something as we, we come to, to the main cross that I want just to share with us briefly. Today is a brief thing I want us to evaluate our heart with regard to the love of God. Hear what He tells to the church of Ephesians the Ephesians. He says, To the angel of the church of Ephesus in chapter 2 verse 1 to 5, these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, and who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works. And I want you to listen clearly. I know your works. I know your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them to be liars. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake, and I have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have these against you that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Love is the principal thing. And Hope Community Church, small as we may be, I want you to start something that will bring about a revolution, not only in your family, but in your community where you are, in your company where you work, in the school where you are, in the place where you are. I want us to allow this particular love of God to be able to arise in our spirits and to be able to be manifest for the glory of God. What do I want us to do? I want you to start to evaluate your heart. Hear what the Father, Father says in Jeremiah chapter... If you look in Jeremiah chapter 7, I think it should be Jeremiah chapter, 7, 17, chapter 17, verse 9 and 10. The Lord speaks, and we read it last time, and I'll read it yet once again. The Lord speaks on something very interesting in this place where he, when He says in verse 9, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? In verse 10 it says, I, the Lord, know, or rather search the heart. I test the mind even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. And I want you today, Hope, and I myself as well, let our hearts be worthy before the presence of God. As he analyzes you and he analyzes me. I want you to ask yourself, what does he find in your your spirit? I want you to evaluate yourself as I evaluate myself. And ask, yourself, in what dimension do I see myself? Is there a hidden part that people are not able to see? They are only seeing one part, but all they are seeing is actually all there is to see in the love of God. And then ask yourself, how shall I appear when I enter into the portals of glory that particular day? Listen to what he says in Corinthians chapter chapter 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5, from verse 5. Some very interesting statement he says there. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? He said, let, let, let us jump to verse 9 straight away. Let us not go into all, the, into all the story, but let us be from verse 9, chapter 3 of First Corinthians, chapter, nine, chapter 3, verse 9, up to verse 15. He says, for we are God's fellow workers, and you are God's field, you are God's building. I'm saying, evaluate your heart as I evaluate my heart, and ask yourself, how shall I appear when I enter into the shows of glory? Remember, salvation is foundational. The salvation is what the Lord has already done for us. As we confess Him as Lord, yes, we receive, we are redeemed, and we, become, we come under the covering of the blood of Jesus Christ, and we are counted the children of God. But after that, that is, does it end there, or is that the beginning of the work? There is a building that God wants you to build. And listen to what he says Yes, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. Then he says, according to the grace of God which was given me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. Another builds on it. Paul builds on it. Jane builds on it. John builds on it. You put your name there. You build on it. But let each one take heed how he or she builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's or woman's work will become clear, for the day will declare it. Because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he or she has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone works by a burns, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. Yet so, by as through fire. And that's why I want you to ask yourself: What am I building? Whatever has to be built has to be in line with the foundation remember any foundation that is laid when you lay a foundation if the building does not go in line with the foundation the building will fall the foundation we are building on is the foundation of love jesus was love incarnate everything about him was love forget about the issues of power all that power was a manifestation of love And that's what he wants to be revealed in you and in me. And I want you to ask yourself, is love being revealed in me as a child of God? And as we summarize, uh, we finish for the evening, just these seven evaluations I want you to evaluate yourself. Let us look again at what we said. what the seven I am's, when Jesus says in the book of John that I am, I am, I am. If we begin with what he says, we say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we said, I said that, uh, you know, when I compared it, I said, Jesus is love. So essentially, he is the manifestation of love, the love incarnate. He is the representation of the Father, because whoever has ever seen me has seen the Father. The Father is love. So when we look at Jesus, we look at love, and we said, what is he saying then in John chapter 14, verse 6? He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Meaning, love is the way, love is the truth, love is the life. What is he saying? If I do not walk in love, I cannot come to the Father. If I do not manifest love, because love is truth, I cannot come to the Father. If I cannot live in love, I cannot come to the Father evaluate yourself as those words ring as i was meditating on it it was poking on my own spirit i said i've said so many times i'm the way the truth and the life so i'm happy i in jesus i'm good. then uh, hold, hold on he says love he is love so he is in love is the way if i'm not in love in my thoughts in my words in my deeds i'm not coming to the father if i'm not living in love I've got that particular heaviness that I'm continually holding on myself. There is no way, let me not deceive myself. I'm not coming to the Father. I am out of the covering of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, that blood is the one that links us into the Father. Secondly, he says, in chapter 10 of John verse 9, I am the door, whoever enters by me, Shall be saved, he shall, he shall be saved. He shall come in and go out and find pasture. What is he saying? Love is the door. What does he say? If I don't enter by love, I will not find pasture and I will not find the saving grace of God. If I don't enter by love, I evaluate your heart as I evaluate my spirit. Have I entered or have I entered by love? Or am I I deceiving myself? Thirdly, I want you to look. He says, I am the good shepherd. He says, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Now, what does he say? If I know love, because the good shepherd is love. So, if if I do not know love, then I cannot know him. And I cannot find him in any particular way i do not know him and i cannot know him he says i know my sheep, and i am known by my own why does he say that because when he looks at you he he can see himself he sees the reflection of himself now i want you to ask yourself when he looks at me what reflection does he see is he seeing Paul or is he seeing Jesus? If he's seeing Paul, no, no, then there is something wrong, because he's supposed to see himself. I'm supposed, and you are supposed to be a reflection of, 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 of him. That is, he says, "I see myself like, like, like I see myself in them." Basically, he says, "You know, when I, I know them because they look like me. They resemble me." and i want you to ask myself do i resemble him does he see himself in me when he looks at me one sad thing is that some of us we are we only love our families some of us we only love our race we only love our kind everything else does not count there are some of us even say some believers who are like that but I want you to evaluate yourself yet once again and realize the danger in which we stand or the danger in which we walk. Quickly, I will read this particular scripture. It is 1 John, the book of 1 John chapter... It, no, it should be here. Yeah, 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2, and you get it from verse... Uh, yes, right first john chapter 2 and if you read from verse i think it should be verse 11 if i'm not wrong. you know yeah. let us read from verse 3. 1 john chapter 2 and from verse 3. hear what the word of god says now this is by this we know that we know him by this we know that we know him he says the good shepherd says my sheep know me and i know them now he says by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments He who says I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him or her. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. And by this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Beloved, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you. Which thing is true in him and in you? Because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now he who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause of stumbling in him but he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded him let us evaluate our hearts love is the way the truth and the life a in the way the truth and the life love is the door have i entered Through the door, do I enter by that door every day? Love is the good shepherd. Do I know him? Do I look like him? Because he must see me as he is. Fourthly, he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. Meaning, love is the light of the world. That's what we said. It is not the physical light. When he says, I am the light. It's because he's love. He says, love is the light of the world. And whoever walks after me will not walk in darkness. So, as, remember, if I do not follow love, I am walking in darkness. <coughs> Don't deceive yourself. Evaluate your heart as I evaluate my heart. Item number six. He says, I'm the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger. He who believes me will never thirst. What does that mean? If I do not feed on love, if I do not drink love, that is the love of God, not the Eros love, where we love you know, human love. No. It is the love that is beyond condition. It's the love that loves you for what you are, who you are, regardless of who you are. That is the love. And he says, if I feed on love, if I drink love, He says, if I don't, I will starve and I will die of thirst. What is he meaning? Evaluate your heart. Our spirits and our souls will never find rest, will never find satisfaction unless we feed on the love of God, we drink the love of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And the the, the second last thing he says, if we do not know love, There is no hope for resurrection and life. Why? Because he says, love is the resurrection and the life. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, he will live. And he who lives and believes believes in me, he shall never die. If you believe in the love of God, it is not an arbitrary thing. It is an action thing that he wants to be made manifest in you and in me at all times in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord help you and may the Lord help me to be able to experience this particular love of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Realize what it is that, that He says as He speaks of this particular same, same love. He speaks somewhere and He says of the same. When He's saying that I He says because he I am the resurrection and the life. He says, there is coming a time of resurrection. Some will resurrect to life, some will resurrect to condemnation. But love is the resurrection and the life. So if I do not know love, I'll resurrect to condemnation. I want you to ask yourself, where is my heart? How is the state of my heart? And last and least of all, he says, I am the true vine and that is love is the true vine if i'm not established in love i cannot bear fruit i cannot bring forth flower there is nothing that is you know nothing that attracts anybody in you or on you or in your life i cannot bring about any good aroma you know the flowers bring forth good aroma branches bring forth the flowers fast, and it's because they are in the vine and the vine is love if you are not in love my brother and i am not in love the father is telling us there will be no flower in your life there will be no aroma the aroma that comes from you will be the stinking aroma that everybody said i don't want to be anywhere near him or near her but if at all you are established in the love of God he says there will be that sweet aroma all will want to come near you all will want to associate with you the grace of God will be upon you and you will bear much fruit in the name of Jesus Christ praise the Lord I pray my brother my sister let us remember what he tells us in Romans he has given unto us the Holy Spirit who pours the love of God in us may he pour that love in you may he pour that love in me that we may be able to be the true element that god has desired in this time and in this generation your family will be different when you decide i am gonna be the beacon of love your neighbors are going to change when they discover you are gonna be the beacon of love everything about you will change when you become that beacon of love in Jesus' name. Father, may your love rest upon each one of us. May you pour your love in us. May we be a true manifestation of the love of God. May we discover we are just not human beings. We are just not people who have been saved. We have been brought into the kingdom so that the love of God may find a dwelling place and a place to manifest itself Let our eyes be the reflection of the love of God. Let our hands be the extension of the love of God. Let our feet be, O God, those that will establish the paths of the love of God in our time, in our generation. Let our lips, O Father, I pray, be the lips that are going to speak the love of God. Into our brothers, into our sisters, into our parents, into our cousins, into our neighborhood, into our families, into wherever, into our nation. For the glory of your name, may we be an expression of your love in Jesus' name.